What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. But today, uh, that's actually not what we're going to be doing. We're not going to be reviewing any kind of movie at all. And I guess sometimes we do review TV shows. But today is actually a really special episode. And normally, this is the part where I'd say, and joining me is... Chris Kaus and Matt Verlack, but they're not. They're not here at all. It's actually just me. This is, uh, like I said, it's kind of a special episode, I guess. And we might be doing a few more like this. I don't know. We'll just kind of see how things work out and and kind of my opinion on, and everybody else's, I guess, more than anything, on what they think about doing these kind of little mini reviews. This will be a shorter episode. And I'm actually just going to be talking about some stuff that I've been watching. And so this is basically a what streaming episode and I'm actually covering two new shows as well as two older shows. So I'm covering two shows that just premiered this past week on the Stars Network, which is going to be Men in Kilts, A Road Trip with Seth and Graham. And uh, let me just go ahead and say, uh, for for your own uh, reference, I guess, when searching for Men in Kilts images on uh, Google Images, very careful because uh or i guess maybe not maybe do search it but <laughs> either way it uh it was an interesting google search but yeah i'm gonna be doing men and kilts uh road trip with seth and graham which are the uh two of the leads from outlander as well as a new show called luminaries which i didn't know much about and they've actually launched their first episode of that as well this past weekend going on from there i'm going to talk a little bit about star trek discovery which I think is in its current third. It's it just fin- it's finished its third season and going to be doing a fourth, and finishing out with actually the show that I am most 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 excited to talk about, which is The Expanse. So I know that I'm a little late to the party, but I just really wanted to talk about it for anybody who might not have seen it. So outside of that, that's kind of the lineup for what we're doing. This is not a normal episode by any means, as you can tell, if you're familiar with our format and what we do. And if you're not, and you're new to it, especially with YouTube, because I'm filming this completely differently than our other stuff and doing this in a more typical YouTube fashion. So uh, definitely check out anywhere that you listen to podcasts for all of our past episodes or actually two of our new, uh, new ones that we've finally started filming and make sure to like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. So anyways, moving on, I just wanted to let you guys know about Men in Kilts. Uh, so with this show, it's pretty interesting. It's actually, uh, well, I said it's, it's a road trip with Seth and, or Sam and Graham, which is uh, Sam Ewan and uh, Graham McTavish. And like I said, both of them are leads on Outlander. So if you're familiar with Outlander, then you're definitely going to know both of these guys. And basically what it is, is these guys road tripping around Scotland. And it's really quite interesting. It's filmed beautifully. Uh, I I really like everything about it so far. Now, granted, like I said, there's only been one episode of this, uh, as well as the Luminaries, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. So this is basically just if you're curious about it and want to know if you should see it and in my opinion one if you've seen outlander definitely watch it because you get to see these characters back together again get to see their uh, chemistry see them interact see how they do with each other uh off of you know the the set of outlander and they just seem to be buddies and i'm guessing that's why they decided to do this show but basically they're just going around testing trying out food and meeting chefs and trying out whiskeys and going to uh a distillery and all of this is happening in and around Scotland, which is just fascinating and gorgeous. If you're 
you know, if you want to learn more about Scotland. And that's only the first episode. It's going to continue to go from there. So I would definitely say to check this show out. I think it's just going to continue to go on and continue to be very interesting and fun. And they're goofy and they seem to just be having a good time. And so if you like this pseudo documentary style, uh, just road trip type show, then definitely watch Men in Kilts on Stars. So going on from there, I wanted to talk about Luminaries. This show is pretty fascinating and really interesting, but also I feel like it's going to go over a little rough as far as the very first episode because it's just confusing. Uh, I I don't even fully know how to give you a rundown quite yet. I, I Basically, the premise is it's following multiple main characters and actually there will be several actors that you will recognize in this show. Uh, but the biggest one that you're going to recognize is Eva green and actually Hamish Patel, who was in a recent movie. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but it was about, uh, the Beatles. And if no one knew who the, the Beatles were and basically everybody forgot who they were, but Hamish is in that movie. And then also, uh, there's a couple other faces that you'll probably recognize, but Eva green's definitely the, the biggest of the stars in this. And, so I definitely, I'd say check this out, but just be warned that the first episode is a little jarring. It's a little confusing. It's a period piece and they call this thing a mystery drama adventure, which definitely fits. And it's also like, it's a period piece. So they're going back in, I think they're in California during the, the, uh, the gold rush, but there's also this underlining mystery around Eva Green's character. She seems to almost be this witchy kind of lady who's into very astral type things. So there's a lot of mentioning of people's astrological symbols and people being, a lot of the discussion is around two of the main characters being born on the exact same day. So I, I, and not only the same day at the exact same moment and them being intertwined because of that. And so there's a bit of a sci-fi fantasy element to this, but I would say this is definitely one of the shows that made a mistake by only launching one episode on the first release. A lot of these new shows that have been coming out have been releasing two episodes, which I think is really smart, especially if you've got a high concept show like this one. So I, I think maybe even the thing to do would be to wait until this upcoming weekend, watch episode one and two, and then get a vibe of what you think of it then. But I do like this. If you're into mysteries and, and this high fantasy, well, not high fantasy, just this fantasy mystery type of concept, then this might be for you. Uh, definitely check it out. And I'd like to hear in the comments what people are thinking of it so far, but I'm going to keep watching it at least a bit longer and easily could end up watching the whole thing just depending on as, as long as it doesn't get lost in its own lore. So that's basically it for luminaries. Now, outside of that, I wanted to talk about, like I said, two uh, shows that have been out a while, one of which being Star Trek Discovery. And I think we've mentioned on the podcast in the past that I've been wanting to check the show out, but I've yet to do it. Well, I finally pulled the trigger, got CBS All Access, and I have to say, I'm still getting used to CBS All Access, and there's one big issue I have with CBS All Access, and I'm pretty sure this is the case. If, if not, you can correct me, but they don't have a queue. There's not a way to like shows, to say, like, I want to watch this later. There's no way to do that, and I just felt like it, it was one of the most stupid designs. It seems like something that would be really easy to add to your app. So I hope that uh, CBS All Access fixes that in the future. But 
anyways, on to Star Trek Discovery. So Star Trek Discovery has been out for a while. The main thing is, though, is the only real way to watch it, from what I gather, is on CBS All Access. I think in other countries it might have been showing in on Netflix, but I guess that's to be seen. So uh, as far as I can, I can't tell that, you know, living here in the States, but I, so far I like this show pretty well. I'm only four episodes in, so I can't say too, too much about it yet, but the main thing that I can say, I think that it's really interesting. This is some serious sci-fi. I mean, it just, it's about as deep as sci-fi goes, which is Star Trek. And that makes a lot of sense, but uh, I feel like the first two episodes just threw you to the wolves. It was right into action, right into chaos, and it just kept going for those two episodes, and it was absolutely nuts. And I wasn't crazy about that. One of the biggest things being that there was a huge focus on the Klingons. Now, if you have previous knowledge of Star Trek, then you'll know about the Klingons and the way that that race of aliens are and their conflict with, uh, the Star Trek crews in the past, but it was a lot of subtitles and them speaking alien languages and a lot of fighting. And it was just, it was a little much for the first two episodes, but once I got past that, I'll have to say I am a lot closer to hooked now to this show in general. Uh, and I will keep watching it unless, you know, it starts to let me down. But I don't know about that so far. Now, I have heard lately, season three, it seems like there are some, some people are having some issues with the show. But I'm not going to make any judgment calls on that yet since I haven't seen it. But I really like what they're doing after season two. They're really setting up the Discovery, which is the ship. And they're setting up these main characters and a conflict which still involves the Klingons, but it's not so heavy on that aspect, which I definitely enjoyed. And just more on these central characters and what the Discovery is and what the ship is and the people that are on it. And it feels a lot more like Star Trek. So I hope that that's how this show continues to go. And I will definitely make sure to keep you guys abreast on what I think about it after that. So, uh, yeah, basically that's it as far as Star Trek Discovery goes. But, and I will say, I guess if you don't know anybody that's in it, you will recognize some faces. And from what I've heard, there are a lot more familiar faces to come on in the later seasons. But um, the lead is actually someone that you'd be familiar with if you've watched any of The Walking Dead. Now, I actually was not crazy about her character in The Walking Dead, and I'm warming up to her on this better than I was on that show, but she still feels stiff, and I'm not crazy about her acting, but I think some of that in this is because she's actually supposed to be part Vulcan or somehow connected to the Vulcans. I'm still figuring out some of that. So I will say definitely, especially if you have CBS All Access, it's worth checking out Star Trek Discovery. Now, if you don't, and you don't have any other reason to subscribe to CBS All Access, I don't know if it's worth it. So you can kind of make that judgment call. And if you keep listening to further podcasts, I'll let you guys know about CBS All Access and what I'm thinking about it and what they've done with it so far. But honestly, the main reason that I'm not as crazy about Star Trek Discovery is for one main reason. (laughs) And that reason is The Expanse. And I've been hearing about The Expanse for a while now, but haven't 
I hadn't, I take that back. I had seen one episode right when it came out and I wasn't crazy about it. I'm going to be honest. I thought it was okay. It was fine. It felt like a sci-fi channel show, which is what it was when it came out. Now I've been hearing more and more buzz about it going forward. And it seems like people were just getting more and more excited about what this show was doing. It is a definitely a sci-fi show, but not quite like Star Trek. And this isn't as much into all these other aliens and alien races and things of that nature. This is more focused in on a crew of a spaceship. And so basically, you know, it also is a mystery show and a drama as well. But the first season is good. It's not great, but it's good. And it's still worth watching, but it is a sci-fi show, like sci-fi channel show for sure. Now, after season one, the show just skyrockets. I think season two is very good. Season three is fantastic. I've watched all three of these seasons in a week now. So if that says anything about what I think about the show, but it is just so good. I mean, really just like chef's kiss good. And as far as all across the board, Acting, cinematography, sound, special effects, just uh, the attention to detail is honestly, especially as the seasons go on, it becomes impeccable. Just some of the little details that they're putting into this show. And so this is actually also streaming on Amazon. That's what I was going to say earlier as well, is that it started out as a sci-fi channel show, but now it's not. It's actually a Amazon Prime show, which is probably why you've been seeing more advertisements about it lately. It seems that Amazon bought it up after season three and has been dumping truckloads of money into it. Now, from what I hear, it's only going to get six seasons, which kind of bums me out a little bit, but I also don't like shows that oversay they're welcome. So this actually could be a good thing. Uh, now, this, like some of the other stuff I've talked about, like with Discovery, is that you know there are characters that come in and out that you will recognize, people that you'll know from other things. But as far as the core cast, uh, there's it's a lot of new faces, and everybody does an excellent job. Uh, the only person that I'd seen much was Stephen Strait, who is the captain, Jim Holden, on the show. And I've seen him actually back more like when I was in high school, and I think he did... Uh, some other smaller films, actually, there's one that's, uh, I'm blanking on right now that I really liked when I was younger and it was about like a, a group of, uh, oh, it was the covenant and it was a group of young, like high school, college age, like warlocks. It was really cool that he was in, but that's the main thing that I know him from, but there will be a lot of other people in the show that you start to recognize as it goes on. But anyways, long story short, I don't even want to spoil anything on it, but The Expanse is excellent. The mystery is fantastic. It has me intrigued. I can't stop watching it. It's honestly the only show I want to watch. And that's why I say with Star Trek Discovery, if you have a choice, almost everyone has Amazon Prime. Everyone does not have CBS All Access. So if you're sitting there saying, I want to see a sci-fi show, watch The Expanse. And I do agree the first season is okay. It's not fantastic, but it's definitely worth the ride. So keep trucking through the expanse if all you've seen is the first season. But definitely watch that. And I want to see people in the, the comments or on the Instagram or whatever the case may be. Let us know what you think about the expanse. And I'm super excited to get on to season four because that's exactly where I'm at. And that's where Amazon picked it up. So I'm curious to see what their involvement changed about the show. 
So, uh, yeah, just let me know what you think about it, and I'll probably mention it as well next week in the What's New With You section when me and the guys are talking. I've been heckling them about watching more of this show all week since I'm just absolutely in love with it. And if there's anything that you want to compare it to almost, I would say that it is a mix of a little bit of Game of Thrones, a little bit of Star Trek. Uh, It's... But it is very much its own thing, but it is a large world, and it's grounded sci-fi, which I love. It's not so insane, and I mean, I love Star Wars, but Star Wars is so close to fantasy, it's not even funny. I mean, it's basically wizards in space, which is awesome, but that's not always what you want. And Star Trek is great, but it is very hard sci-fi, and can get pretty crazy with all the different types of aliens and things of that nature, but... With this show, definitely, it's just, it's a lot closer to our reality and our world and where things could go uh, in our nearish future. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it really grips me a lot more than a lot of other sci-fi things do, I think. So, definitely check out The Expanse. Now, like I said, this was going to be a really quick episode. I just wanted to give you a rundown of what's out and, you know, maybe if you're looking for something new. So, across the board, I'd definitely say watch all these shows. And I mean, more than anything, I'm going to be screaming from the rooftops about The Expanse probably for the next two weeks um, and when the next season comes out. But with Men in Kilts being new and Luminaries being new, if you were wondering about those two shows, I'd say watch them. And Luminaries, we'll see. It's going to be one of those wait and see kind of shows. So, I mean, the first one, it didn't grab me right away instantly, but it did intrigue me. And I really wanted to see more of what they were doing. So, and Men of Kilts is just going to be chill. You're going to watch it, you know, once a week. It's going to be 20 minutes long and you're just going to watch these two dudes in kilts hang out. So, (laughs) you know, and, and chill out in a van. So, Basically, that's it for this week, guys. I know it's a short, like I said, 15, 20-minute episode. And actually, so I will tell you, I think I've decided what we're going to watch next week. The guys don't know this yet, but I think we're going to be reviewing uh, Nomadland. And this film actually just came out. And the good thing is, if you have... (laughs) Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably seeing a cat wandering around behind me. So that happened. But if not, then I guess you need to check out the YouTube uh, sorry, but, uh, anyways, so we're going to be doing Nomad Land, and this thing looks really interesting. It's, uh, it's actually, uh, blanking on who it's starring, uh, Francis McDormand is actually who it's starring, and, uh, Chloe Zhao is who's directing it, who's actually going to be doing Marvel's Eternals, which is one of the main reasons I want to review this movie, is because she is going to be directing this and she's going to be doing the Eternals. I kind of want to know what we're getting into with the Eternals because nobody really knows anything about that movie to begin with or even a whole lot about Chloe Zhao yet. So I want to see this movie and it seems like it might be one of those that's this Oscar bait kind of BS. So it's getting a lot of buzz and that's the type of things that we want to talk about and let people know if it's actually worth seeing versus what all these pretentious critics are just saying you need to see and it's actually a pile of crap so (laughs) maybe next week we'll be able to let you know but the great news is if you have hulu you'll be able to watch it there it's not just in theaters so we'll be checking that out next week and outside of that guys uh, thanks a bunch we uh, definitely special thanks to Aubrey Troutman for our logo and the some music for our intro and outro music as as usual. And we'll just see you next week. All right. Thanks. Thanks.